0: Good morning everyone, please help yourself to a cup of coffee and a donut. Our learning this morning <clears throat> is uh, dedicated as it is every Wednesday by Becky and Avi Katz in memory of Becky's father, David Grossman, Nishma Nishmas, David ben Menachem Manash, whose Neshama should have Aliyah as well this morning. Our learning is dedicated to our member who is undergoing surgery, Kodesh Baruch should guide the surgeon's hand, and Amir Tz Hashem, it should go well and successfully. We are in the middle of Parak Dalat of Mesilat Hasharim, in the fourth chapter of Mesilat Hasharim. And we are on the, uh, the proper means, the method to acquire the attribute of vigilance. How does one live with a sense of vigilance? How does one live with a sense of mindfulness, consciousness, that as we go through life each and every day, every decision, every moment, every thought, every action, every speech, that we are mindful of what we're doing and of its impact. Not only the Ramchal has been telling us, not only living with alacrity and zeal in pursuit of our goals, But the best means to achieve those goals is to identify the obstacles to those goals, the things that will knock us off course, knock us off path, and to be able to eliminate them. So we last left off the Ramchal towards the beginning of this fourth parrach compared life to walking through a maze. You're going through a maze and you don't know exactly which way you're going. And if you have someone who can guide you, of course, you're going to embrace what they tell us. And the best way to be mindful is to be engaged in learning each and every day, study, to calibrate our mind, even the things that we already know but need reminders, in order to recalibrate our compass, in order to stay grounded in our values and our principles and our priorities and our goals, if we're not articulating them, if we're not reinforcing them, then we're never going to achieve them. Of course, this is reminiscent of the introduction of a Sefer, of the beginning of Mesil Susharim, where he says, the purpose is not to read the book once and put it on the shelf to collect dust, but to read it and reread it and reread it again, every single day. It's what davening is. Davening is recalibrating our compass, reminding ourselves our priorities, so that as we go through life, we're doing so in a mindful and meaningful way. If you recall, we last left off last week. The Ramchal divides that there are three types of individuals, each in accordance with their own level. Those who are truly wise of lesser aptitude. And the masses. So, those who are truly wise are motivated when they aspire for perfection. We talked last week or two weeks ago about not being an underachiever spiritually. The same way Jewish people are classically overachievers academically and professionally and financially. In every which way we're overachievers, why do we sell ourselves short when it comes to spiritually? Don't be an underachiever when it comes to kavana and davening. Don't be an underachiever when it comes to learning goals. Don't be an underachiever in staka or chesed. Don't be an underachiever in patience and in character, but to be overachievers. So, those who the Ramchah classifies as shleme hadas, those who are more complete or whole in their approach to life, they're motivated simply by. The goal of being the best version of themselves in every area. Not just the best version of themselves in making money or enjoying the pleasures of life, but the best version of ourselves in how we interact with others, our character traits, our attributes, and so on. So the things that are going to knock us off course, if I say, well, I want to be the best version of myself, what's going to stop me? If I don't get enough sleep, it stops me. If I eat the wrong foods, it stops me. If I hang out with the wrong people, it stops me. If I look at the wrong things or if I have the wrong thoughts or if I, we can all identify the things that stop us and block us from being the best version of ourselves. So it's not enough to wake up in the morning or it's not enough in the elon Yom Kippur to say, this is going to be my best year yet. I'm going to be the best version of myself. But if we fail to identify the things that are going to block us or stop us from doing it, we can't navigate around them. We can't eliminate them. We have to articulate them, we have to name them, and we have to come up with a plan about how to overcome them, how to navigate them. Says the Ramchal, the real overachievers in life are forever mindful not only of their goals, but even more so of what's going to stop them from achieving their goals. Not to the point of being neurotic. Not to the point of being debilitated. Not to the point of being paralyzed. And not to the point of anxiety over them. But to the point of knowing that they're there so you can navigate around them. How many of us how many times have we started dieting? Have we started exercise? Have we started reworking our relationships? Have we set goals professionally, financially, in our own personal lives? We set goals all the time. And we're good at getting started. We set out on them, and we do so with a bang. But each time we revisit it, we don't remember what is it that made me stop. So being mindful of not only the goal, but the shleme hadas those who are real spiritual overachievers, those who really strive to be the best version of themselves day in and day out, don't only remain conscious and mindful of the goal... But what are the things that normally knock me off my goal? If I go to the Simcha and I'm starving, I eat at the Shmorg, everything I didn't want to eat, so I need to eat something healthy before I get to the Shmorg. I'm giving a silly example. How do you identify what are the things that ruin the diet or the exercise or the patience or the attitude or stop the learning or make me give up on coming to tefillah or give up on myself? This is what Shlomo Amalek meant in Mishlei, that fortunate, blessed, praiseworthy is the person who's always fearful, مفحيد. now, fear is not a healthy attribute. Fear is not a good quality. Fear is debilitating. It's paralyzing. It's anxiety-ridden. Fear is not a good quality. So how is Shlomo HaMelech endorsing praiseworthy as the person who's always afraid? People are always afraid. need therapy. They need medicine. They need help. They need support. This is what we're striving for. It's what we're asking for. Yom Naraim. The Rav in al tells the story of the psychologist who came to him during the period of Yom Naraim and said... What do you mean we're davening? We're saying in our davening, asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give us pachad. We want fear? Fear is debilitating. Psychologist says, I spent, I built a whole career trying to rid people of fear, solve fear. And now we're davening, asking HaShem for fear? Saddam so Chal explains here, fear is, not, fear is not a phobia. It's not a phobia of the dark or of public speaking or of being in the public or of flying or of heights. It's not a debilitating fear that creates anxiety that holds you back. Fear here means understanding our kryptonite. One should always walk around knowing this is the kryptonite that can bring me down. This is what's going to ruin my mission, my goals, my ambition. It's going to destroy the diet, the exercise, the marriage, the relationship, the nachas, the learning, the davening, the professional goal. This is last week's parasha. Yaakov Avinu walked around understanding I'm vulnerable. It's the moment a person doesn't think that they're vulnerable, that they're in trouble. When you think that I'm immune... When you think that I'm above, when you think nothing can stop me, that's when you're going to land flat on your face. It's when you realize I'm vulnerable and there are obstacles and there are all kinds of energies that are going to try to stop me from this noble task. And in fact, we have a notion, we have an idea. The more noble the mission, the greater the energy opposing it will be. The greater the Yitzah Tov, the greater the Yitzah sahara that's going to be that's going to try to get me to stop. So the more ambitious my goal, the greater the overachieving my goal, the more I have to be wary, the more I have to be aware of the commensurate or the proportional, the parallel, that's going to try to bring me down. That's Ashri Adam Mepachetamid. Wake up every day and say, here are my goals. I'm going to go conquer the world. I'm going to be the best version of myself. I'm going to have my best day and my best week and my best month and my best year yet. But I can't stop there. Ashri Adam Mepachetamid. Within that, I have to be fearful that I'm going to give it up, that I'm going to fail. I have to be mindful. Mepachet in this case doesn't mean afraid. It doesn't mean anxious. It doesn't mean debilitated. Mepachet in this context means aware, mindful. Ashri the praiseworthy is the person who is always aware of the obstacles that can stop them and therefore is always, always focused on how to navigate around them and to be the best version of themselves